It took a little bit of time. Not used to not used to doing this thing solo. It's the Immaterial Gamers live cast. It's episode number two four five, and uh, yeah, it's it's Ryan. I'm here live from 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 Manchester Academy. I don't know how I got here. I don't know how the chair got here, the computer, the mic. I mean, I went there yesterday, but I shouldn't still be there. And uh, you know what? It's really really tough to do a, a podcast solo. I mean, it's, you know, it's a, it's a shame to be alone. Or is it? Oh my da, god, it's down there! Da, da. Okay, so I'm not gonna lie, I, I did kind of, um, I, I, I was, for like the, the 90 second lead up I had, I was frantically scanning my bedroom to see if I had a pair of sunglasses laying around so I could be like, do like a Terminator bit, it'd be like, <laughs> like come with me if you want to live or something, yeah. Look out my air gun and be like, da, 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 da. yeah, but it didn't work out, so I just, I just, 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 to, just to go with this as well. You, you've completely replaced me on the overlay. <laughs> oh my god! You, you um, Wilson from Home Improvement as well. So it's just the top half of your head. I'm a Canadian. So uh, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna slowly work on getting the overlay sorted again. While uh... oh, there's my head, and then, then I'll just uh... oh no, move back. Oh move god. So while I while I go and start sorting out my thing and also find what I need to find for uh, the discussion, which I'm still doing it, I'm still going to talk about the wrestling show that me and Martin went to yesterday. Um, but how's it? How have you been, Duncan? I've been okay. I've been enjoying a nice um, Easter weekend. You know, I had a nice holiday. I went to um, an, a pet sh- a show with my family. Pet that show. Was- yeah, it was sort of like a like a convention for like pet stuff, like you know, various paraphernalia for dogs, cats, birds, etc. Um, well, that was on the Friday. It was this yeah. is actually the first Easter that I've spent um here with like with like I guess my like my home family. I almost always go to Kitchener for Easter because that's where my step stepfather's family lives and uh but this is but this easter we still we stay at home it was a uh, little little different mm. and uh, it's been nice it's been nice hanging out with the family it's been a weird weekend because like i worked on the easter sunday yes yesterday yeah um so it'll be part of the reason why i wasn't doing anything yesterday um so it's kind of a weird weekend you know normally i have sunday off but then again, I also normally work on Fridays, so it's like mm. everything just kind of got a little bit jumbled. Yeah, but everything's all normal now. I'm, you know, I'm on a, I'm on an off cycle. I'll be off work for the next like six or seven days. So. Cool. Well, as this as this podcast comes out on audio form, I'll be back into the whole idea of working because I I took a whole week off. Yeah. When it actually comes down to it, when you take the bank holidays and the um, and the weekends into account, I had ten days off. Wow! Oh, I needed That's a it. lot of days. I needed it. It was. I it was a day fun off. But uh, yeah, sort of most of that, or like most of that week, was just sitting there chilling out. Um, I say that sitting there chilling out and streaming. Uh, like a dragon each into completion like <laughs> turned out something that was yeah. like oh right this is going to take like two months to oh no I finished it midweek what have I got to play next <laughs> so um, oh, no. so that's that's uh, where well, I started playing Tales of Symphonia instead because my god I love that game even you know nostalgic me Martin D Steph Matt Played it on the GameCube, just taking into the fact of the of Tales of, Symphon- uh, Tales of Symphonia's unique feature that you could plug four GameCube controllers in, and you could play a single player game as a party. So, uh, you know that's good. You know what? You having a drink? I heard some of those. Those were some, almost. I would say some of those were words, even. I, what's what's going on? Mm. I 
needed a drink as well. Um, I, I'd, I'd go to I'd go to the bar, but it's clearly, as you can see, it's quite busy. Is it? It looks like there's like two people there. Oh no, no, there's 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 there's, there's a queue of people around the side. Um, oh, is that all for the bar? I thought they were just sitting watching the uh, the the, the uh, arena there. Ah, the the really well lit Manchester Academy arena. It was actually very well lit. Um, did did what it did. Blindingly so. Yeah. Uh, oh, oh no, that's that's my camera's night mode. That um, <laughs> just just like because it was all spotlights. It's a wrestling event. You know, no need the spotlights on on the crowd. Just going da 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 da. Da, 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 da. Or as they were saying, da, 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 da. fuck the Tories. Um, you're in Manchester, man. You're in, <laughs> you're in a, you know, it's it, by design, by design. Um, so uh, yeah, uh, me and Martin went to uh, Sovereign Pro Wrestling's third show. We've been to all three of their shows now, but it's their third show. First we had. First rain, and then we went to, um, oh god, Ryan, heavy as the head. There you go. I'm okay. bad for some for someone who follows the the promotion quite a lot. I do seem to have the memory of a sieve. Um, but yeah, we went to the third show yesterday, called Warpath, which was compared to like the other two shows, a more intimate show. So, like the the, the first show. Uh, first rain ended up was in a sports hall that seated 500 people. Then we were at, oh, then it was Manchester Academy, which is sort of a student gig place, uh-huh. uh, just just um, leading into Manchester City Centre itself, um, which was say uh, doubled that, maybe maybe three times the amount of people. And then you had Warpath, which was half the amount of people seating. It's a much smaller venue. It's um, so definitely a, a student gig place, but by design, it's supposed mm-hmm. it was supposed to be a smaller show. It's through through that whole point, people can get a little bit up and close to it. And me and Martin were. Once we got there, we are what you would call, or what you should call, Manchester natives. Well, to be fair, I know my own streets around my own house like the back of my hand. Turns out Manchester, yeah. Manchester city centre at least. No. We knew where the academy was. It's a big building. It, it's, it's a big all-purpose building called the academy. Yeah. There's a student union building next to it. And that houses the student union, as it should for a university building. Makes sense. And then it also houses so academies. So good as far as building names and yeah. function, you know, lining up. Yeah, the problem is that it also houses Academy Two, Academy Three, and Club Academy. So, like a nightclub and two gig places in that same building. We are dumb. Me and Martin at this point, we are dumb because there is a banner on the side that does say Academy Two, Three, Club Academy, but we see it as the sure. Student Union building. Why would we think that the Academy's in there? There is a building behind the Manchester Academy. It looks like a little castle. And, you know, we thought, oh yeah, that's next door to the Academy. We'll get there. Now we spent about five, ten minutes looking lost. And then realising that the building next door that we thought was the Academy was actually a purpose-built theatre. Ah. Called, okay. con- <laughs> called Contact. <laughs> it certainly wasn't. <laughs> The academy, which is which is hilarious, considering there's this whole point. One of the one of the one of the characters, shall we say, one of the one of the people that are part of this wrestling promotion is a guy by the name of uh, James Roach. I believe that's his name. I Oops. hope he's not Sorry looking. Name. He's 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 the manager of a wrestler called Eastern uh, Eastern Reese, a uh, big big burly brick shit house of a man. Um, the alpha male wow, is his. He's is a his... brick. <laughs> yeah, he's a brick shit house. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, exactly. there was a video before we went of him like saying, "Oh, 
I'm not because he's supposed to be his manager and all that. So he's just like, I'm sending the contract details over to Sovereign Pro. I'm I'm going to get there as soon as I know where it is. And it's a minute and a half of him wandering around the outside of Manchester Academy looking for this building. And I'm like, around the outside, around the outside. Um, and you know he's 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 there and he's like, <laughs> it's just like I'm like, no, we're not going to be that stupid. Me and Martin, we're going to find this place. Really, we know that's a bit. So he's, he's, you know, no one's going to be stupid enough to miss where the building is. Stupid man number one here. Stupid man number two is in bed. Rip. Mm. Um, but we eventually got there. We, we had plenty of time. The doors opened at three o'clock in the afternoon. And the first bell wasn't till four. So we had plenty of time to get lost. And Stupid man, take me by the hand. Take me to the land that you don't understand. I wish, I wish I got. I wish I got. Um, I wish I got led by the hand there. Um, but no, we got in there, and I'm just I'm stalling for a little bit because I'm just trying to find the card, so I can explain how the matches were. Um, very briefly, I don't do full wrestling moves. I am not. I, I am a fan of wrestling. You only uh, do like partial moves is like two-thirds is the most of a wrestling move you'll ever get into yeah generally you know i mean the guys the, the guys have opened up a a training academy like a like a wrestling training school in salford yeah. um me and martin were just like wondering he was looking at the prices of it last night and i was like oh are you interested are you interested in going he just looked at me and he went no i'd run against the ropes twice and be gassed <laughs> and yeah, I, 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 yeah i said i could take a bump just one though yeah it's like i got you know i've got a decent like stamina as far as like being able to like go for a bit mm-hmm. it's the it's the upper body strength and hand-eye coordination and agility and the everything else that I don't have. Yeah, rotation. You know? Like you know. I would be fant- I would be fantastic like fodder to have some more much more experienced and capable wrestler. Like, I don't know, throw me into a bench or something. Like I I could do that all day. I'd be like, Wee smash. I'm not I'll weigh very much. I'm small. Mm. Yeah. You know? <laughs> But as far as like uh, do like flips and suplexes and shit, nah, fuck, not gonna happen. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm, a, I'm, I'm not, I'm not old, but I'm not young enough that I'm like I can look forward to getting better at that over time. Mm. I'm, it's like I got, you know, if I whatever whatever fitness level I can reach in the next six months of hard like working, that's that's me. That's my peak. That's just, <laughs> not gonna get much more than that. Oh, that's fair. I mean, I look at it and I'm just like, no, that's cool that people get the opportunity to do that. It's not for me because I'm a big round ass. And you know what? I love watching the wrestling from the other side. But it's nice. No, it's it's cool that it's sort of been paid forward at that point. You know, started this show off. People are really enjoying it. It's you know, there's there's these new sort of wrestlers that are not like WWE, AEW regulars and stuff like that. Everyone looks at wrestling and they think, oh, it's the big companies and stuff like that. No, I love this sort of smaller indie, indie wrestling stuff and, and really getting into it and sort of learning a lot more. So, uh, what did we have on the card? Oh, yeah. So, first match, let me just have a look at this. Yes, was the com- then, so uh, the Commonwealth Championship qualifier between Leon Slater, big, fast, flippy dude who also can do some decent, uh, decent strong wrestling and chain wrestling, Versus Kenny Williams, a Scottish man who claims that he is who is billed as being scum of the earth. So the first guy's name was Slater, and the, Le- and the other Leon was like, Slater, Leon Slater, and Kenny Williams. What a mismatch of names! Like it's like one guy sounds like the protagonist of a nineteen eighties like American action movie. The other sounds like 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 his like his handler like his like like the guy that works at the office that like balances his books you know i i'm sure kenny williams is a horrifying man to deal with i'm gonna i'm I'm just gonna Um, post the um but like what a name yeah i'm just gonna put i posted the the card the image for the card in there so you can just see they're not in order so just as they go but you can see 
Oh, You're all the people's. Now, uh, now I would not want that man as my accountant. <laughs> <laughs> Which one? Kenny Williams? <laughs> Honestly, Leon Slater, he might, might, he might do. He might, he might serve. Uh, you know, if he uh, if he put on a shirt, I'd I'd be like, yeah, maybe I could trust this guy. He he would he Kenny would. Williams, I just I'm getting like Joker vibes. Uh, well, yeah, uh, Leon Slater won this match, and um. It led to it led to a, a segment involving a live reporter, um, a battle rapper called Gast Buff, is a live reporter for Sovereign Pro with his character name being Gaston Le Buff. Gaston Le Buff. Yeah, that's the um, beef in French. And he, you know, he he interviewed Leon Slater, and everything was fine, and that was great. And then he interviewed Kenny Williams, who spat black mist in his face. <laughs> that's his. Uh, that's his signature move. He's actually. He's actually part Dilophosaur. The tar pit. <laughs> just, uh, just like, just spits like blinding uh, venom at his opponents. So. Mm. I've seen in Jurassic Park and get you know Wayne Knight gets a blast in the face. Yeah. Like, ah. Yeah. Um. But he was just rolling around the floor, and then he just re- reiterated to the crowd he was scum of the earth and left. Black mist still like dripping from his mouth. It was just uh, the, just spits of the dude's face and declares himself as coming to the earth. Walks away, do- refuses to elaborate. Is like, li- yep, all right, ex- like, good story, good story. Exactly. Um, but that meant that Slater qualified for this uh, new title belt that they're bringing out. So they've already got they've already got a world title because every wrestling promotion has to have a big world title. It's also got a women's title. Because you know that happens. The only thing it's missing at the moment, really, is a uh, is a is a tag team title, which we'll be looking forward to. Uh, second match. Like, if... um, uh, what is it? What does that look like? He, he's fucking um, Willem Dafoe, like, 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 oh, like Spider Man. He... Yeah, you know, <laughs> like, like the, he's, he looks like the Green Goblin before he gets goblinified. You know. You know, if this ever gets out and Kenny Williams sees this, can he just look at a camera and just go Godspeed Spider Man for me? That would. <laughs> Godspeed, Spider Man. Or even just, even just, oh, that'll, that'll do. <laughs> um, no, but it was a good match. I enjoyed that one. Uh, second match was uh, another champ- Commonwealth Championship qualifier, the Goth Boy Joe Wade, versus uh, my man from the from the stable that I that I have uh, that I have enjoyed. Uh, can I can I do it correctly? Does that work? No, it's the camera. It doesn't work. You watch those fingers. You're gonna, you're gonna, start, you're gonna accidentally flip a gang sign and then piss some what? people off. You mean, you mean the the collective sign? Um, uh, yeah, that's the that's the that's the stable. Um, I know you. I know you Brits and your and your fucking hand gestures that mean weird shit. And, and you know, that's, I don't know what you, this is. Is that like is like is like two in the pink and one in the stink? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. It's, no, you know what this is? It's uh it's uh, Power Supplies United. <laughs> three pin, two pin, no, three pin, two pin, you know. Um yeah, Joe, yeah that one. Yeah, Goff Boy versus Kelly Six of the Collective, um, surrounded by two of the other people in there, LA Taylor, who was up in the other match, and a big burly brick shit house called Bullet. I would never say that to his face. Because he walks around with a chair with the same logo on it, and I would prefer not to be the recipient of the of an imprint of my face against that chair, even if I did wear the uh, the same shirt that they all wear. Because I bought it and it was fine. Oh look, it's an Andrea. Wave, wave. <laughs> anyway, um, that was also this was also a fun match. Pretty brutal, hard shots everywhere. Um, did end up with a little bit of shenanigans. Shenanigans, well, yeah, sh- shenanigans and interference. With a little bit of ra- shenanigans, you know. Just how it is. The, 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 kind of how they're, what they're known for, you know. Yeah, heel team wins. Uh, Kelly Six qualifies. Joe Wade comes out still looking like a golf boy. Hasn't changed. Took a whole bunch of chops. Yeah. It was all fine. Uh, do, 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 do. Did the women's match come? Did the women's championship match come later? Yeah, it did because it would have been stupid to come out like that. Uh, Aurora Tevez versus Ivy. 
Now, I should explain, Aurora Terrors is a Canadian woman who is about this tall. <laughs> okay. She's she's about, like, five foot something, but very mobile and very fun. Uh, does a lot of does a lot of flippy shit with the wrestling. And Ivy, who was new to this show, uh, come out with a baseball bat. Oh, because that's saw saw the, saw the saw the saw the tiny crawling creature flipping around and thought it was like a bug and be like, I'm gonna smack it, kill it, kill it with fire. Bam! Except she didn't. She fell. She fell to the most devastating move in wrestling: a roll up. A roll up. Just, just. Hey, just, we got the. Well, that's legal in Canada, you know. It's just, no, no, not that's. So, not just, that's so just make wrong. sure it doesn't violate your building, um, uh, tenancy, so, um, agreement. No, 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 no. Ivy, uh, Ivy didn't. Ivy didn't fall victim to the spliff. She didn't. <laughs> she didn't fall victim to the blunt. She. <laughs> she a roll up pinning maneuver. Just you know, where out of nowhere they just roll them up into a small package and. One, two, three, done. Uh, so Aurora Tevez is, um, you know, Roll twerking, up, 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 pass. There dancing. You go. Game up. GG. And you see in the card, there's that picture, that really demonic-looking Easter bunny. I kind of wish I didn't, now that you oh, put it okay. out. <laughs> Let's get rid of this, Foco. <laughs> it's just like, it's just like, it's like it brings the carrot out. The, the carrot is made of lead. So we'll just uh, get rid of that. Hi, we're here to do this shit, shit, shit. Fuck off. It's a shame. It's a shame. You, I, you haven't seen this yet, have you? Um, it's going to be, it's going to be loud for anyone who's listening to the podcast if we go forward. But I do have a, uh, a thing to show next time someone comes up and offers that offers their graphics design, uh, without me searching for a graphics designer first. Um, they'll just go, oh hey, can I do graphics for your thing? I can do animated emotes and blah blah blah, and I'll just go. <laughs> This is, this is something that we'll see. Or he'll see. Uh, you probably won't see it on the stream. But I just I just played uh I just played a klaxon sound effect, you know, from the TV show QI with just a flashing image that just says we are not looking for any graphics designers. And maybe they'll disappear. Oh, there point. you go. Um, but yeah, if we if we were looking hey, for graphic hey, designers, I got, we would find I got Easter Bunny for you. Oh no! So don't show me a little, little, little different from the one in the wrestling match. Oh. Oh no! Uh, let me just see that now. That just comes up in the. Oh Jesus! Why does that look like it's from the Fairly Odd Parents? It is. Oh jeez! I was just all like, "I'm the Easter Bunny." I just, I just watched the, I just watched a film theory yesterday. Matt Pat film theory episode about about fairly odd parents. Don't ask why. You know, as you do on you know the Monday after Easter. Yeah, to be fair, I watched it on the Easter Sunday. Uh, Oh, even better. But it's basically about how um, the rule or the rules is just being um, is just a tool used by what is it, Jürgen von Strangle? Yeah. uh, To try and Yeah, to try and cause the fairies to not suffer another fairy war or some bollocks. Uh, I was half awake. Matt Pat, don't hold that against me. Anyway, this Easter Bunny comes out with a chocolate Easter egg and starts twerking with Tevez. And then, in something I've never seen before, she got cracked in the face by an Easter egg. Oh no! To which this screamy wrestler by the name of Lana Rostin comes out. Uh, causes me to try and fail to get a my ears are bleeding chant around the um <clears throat> around the corner of the room. Uh, it does mean that uh, I'll be I'll be looking forward for Sob Pro to be selling their Sob Pro branded earplugs, as they have now formed a female tag team, uh, Lana Rostin and Ivy, called the Decibels. The Decibels. B e double l e s. The Decibels. Wrestling. Uh, all uh, the the other names were all taken, unfortunately. Every other name that they came up with. What to deal with sound and female beauty? Uh, heck, something else gone on in the chat. Oh no, there's ah, Andrea. Andrea's freaked me out. It's freaking me out. Um. 
keep forgetting the order of what's on this match, so I'm just going to try and just go through the other matches that I remember on here. Uh, the right way versus the banter bus. The right way are the Tory scumbags. There's a man that goes out uh, uh, who claims, his, his name's Thatcher, right? He claims he is the disciple and the true heir apparent to uh, former uh, Conservative Prime Minister Margaret Thatcher. He's a dick, mm. just like she was a dick. Um, just this also come out on the tenth anniversary of her death. <laughs> just, just, just to, just to throw the book in for that match. Uh, the banter bus, a bunch of Margaret, lads who. Margaret uh... Hmm. Margaret Thatcher. <laughs> yeah. Is she dead? I don't, yeah. I oh yeah, she no no she is she, dead. She is dead. I don't, I don't know shit about. Um, yeah, this this is where the the song uh, "Ding Dong the Witch Is Dead" um, was trying to get to number one for Christmas a few years back, or the year of her death. Um, it didn't, unfortunately. But uh, you know, um, they were against the banter bus, which consists of Tom Farewell, uh, Danny Proper, and Uncle Ryan. Uh, he's everyone's uncle. That's not too oh good. Oh God, I, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure there was a really terrible animated show about that premise. And now I don't know. They want to. I don't know if they want to bring that 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 uh, reputation with them. Oh, sorry. No, sorry. I forgot. I forgot. Ryan's memory from 24 hours ago has to correct it. It was not Uncle Ryan. It was Uncle Maggie. Uncle Margaret. Uh, yeah, it was. It was. It was Uncle Ryan dressed as Margaret Thatcher. Um, sounds like that's it sounds it sounds like a character from like a really like 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 just off brand like British sketch comedy just just fucking Uncle Margaret yeah uh, no but it was it was fun um, again uh, shenanigans unfortunately caused the banter bus to lose uh, uh, these uh, Thatcher Wright's Secretary of Defense <laughs> big Chaz. <laughs> Um, just caused some distractions outside of the ring, which allowed him to uh, allowed Thatcher Wright to hit Margaret Thatcher's book on the face of one of the banter bus and cause a pin. Um, but Rip. they still they still got hammered anyway. Um, so that was that was that was all hey, fine. Uh, who else did we have? Right, let's carry on. Yes, here we go. Uh, Sopro Women's World Championship, L.A. Taylor versus Lucia Lee. Uh, Lucia Lee, who, and I think I might have explained this at one point, a couple of, um, quite a few podcasts ago when we went to the first show, naturally managed to get the crowd to cheer for water. Water, water. She, she comes out. She comes out of the ring wearing a sort of a wrestling gear, uh, wrestling gear inspired by the Bride from Kill Bill. So you know the okay. yellow, yellow and black like yeah. jumpsuit thing, but yeah, it's a wrestling gear and a bottle of water. And at, before she normally starts the match against, against opponents that she you know, usually if they're face and they're not heels, not scumbag heels, um, collective, you didn't hear that. You didn't hear that. You're great. I wouldn't say L.A. Taylor was a, a scumbag heel. She she's six foot from Cornwall would put put me in the dirt. Anyway. And you would say thank you. I, you know what? <laughs> Ryan, Ryan suddenly doesn't know what to do with that. Anyway, um, yeah. So Lucia would drink from a bottle of water. The crowd would go, "Stay hydrated!" Clap, 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 clap. And then she passes the water on to her opponent, who would drink from the water. This this happened in in first round. Oh, the COVID. Uh, no, look, look. To be fair, everything was safe. <laughs> Everyone, they were all checked. It was all great. But Lucia, in her first rain match against the previously mentioned Aurora Tevez, drank water, gave it to Tevez. She drank from the water. They gave it to the ref, who I believe that that one was one of the two refs there. It was Lee Thomas and Steve Dean. I think it was Steve Dean. Um, who then proceeded to drink from the water and the water go down the wrong hole. Which led to, which led to commentary later on. on, on about, he, he can't take it. He can't hold his water. Uh, so, um, but yeah. Uh, in this it's match, 
in this match, there were a couple of segments involving Lucy uh, or have, drinking all the water, trying to throw it at. And I hope I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna sort of hope that that everything was fine on there, and they'll have caught up and made sure everything was great because Lucia drank the water, flung it at Taylor, missed, and unfortunately hit a crowd member square in the chops. Oh no! For what it's worth, the crowd member was, once she got over the shock of having an empty bottle of water, <laughs> so I'll just go, um... She was, she yeah, was, I mean, it's she, like it's empty water bottle. I mean, it's made of like the fucking least dense plastic on the face of the earth. Yeah, it's just empty water bottle. Just... Bo- it's like you, you don't pin down an empty water bottle; it just float off. They weigh nothing. Yeah, but you, you know, um, she was fine. It looked like everything was fine, and you know, they'll they'll caught up afterwards because that's just sort of how it works. The, the the personas generally at this point now are in the ring and then outside of the ring. Everyone's like salt of the earth. I say from a distance because I have this weird sort of social anxiety that I can sit there and shit talk one of the wrestlers who, you know, gives it back. But if I actually met him and tried to speak to him outside, I'd be like, uh, uh, uh hi. Because, you know. Oh, sure. I mean, you know, it's all part of the, the yeah. show and that. But it's like, I, I, it, I, you got to figure it's like when you're in that, when you're in that line of work, you got to, you got to have a, you know, yeah, be a, a pretty, pretty on the level, you know. Thick skinned, yeah. You know, yeah. But you know, as, as long as as long as you don't end up being an ass to the talent, then you know that's that's all fine. Uh-huh. As long as you know it's part of the show, then that's that's just how it works. Uh, Lucia Lee didn't win the championship off Taylor. Um, was she nearly got choke slammed by Big Burly Bastard Bullet? Oh, oh, can we just? I hope that just gets done. Yeah, Bullet can now just now be forever known by me as Big Burly Bastard Bullet. Um, but then go. then a couple of wrestlers from the previous shows who got attacked by Collective, uh, a guy called Joey Ace and uh, a woman called Harley Hudson, who is... If you if you were to describe her, it would be pink. Okay. Just, just the colour pink. Um, then, the, you know, they came out and defended, uh, defended against him and stole the chair. So that worked. Uh, Got to keep moving on because we've just realised we spent we spent half an hour, nearly forty minutes talking about the wrestling. But then again, that was my plan for the thing anyway. Uh, who else did we have here? Ah, yes, Man Like Darius versus Talon Junior. Uh, Man Like Darius came out and rapped his own entrance music. <laughs> he's he's very good at it. Uh, I've watched a couple of VODs from a wrestling show done by one of the other talent in here, Commander Stephanie Sterling, who is also video game critic Commander James Stephanie Sterling. Um, they have a uh, a wrestling promotion called Spectrum Wrestling, and Man Like Darius has been at a couple of those shows, and he's very, very cl- crowd-pleasing. Proper sort of entertainer on that, and he's very good in the ring. Talon Jr., never seen him before. Uh, masked wrestler does very very good flippy stuff um shown on one where he did what looked to be a combination of the undertaker's old school which was a move where the biker undertaker walked on the top rope while holding the arm of the wrestler in the ring and then proceeded to you know jump on them <laughs> or clothesline him but in this case what he did was walk across the top ri- uh, top rope of the ring bounce or jump off it bounce off the off the other corner's top rope into an arm drag and that was i thought it was very impressive um unfortunately his flippy his flippy escapade didn't uh, succeed because man like Darius won uh, which means him and his and there's a stable this uh, this called the 0121 which I'm teaching you stuff here, Duncan. It's just trivia that you're never going to use ever again. Uh, it's, all, it's 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 coming in one ear and going out the other. I'm afraid. Oh, I'll 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 make someone excited one day, maybe. Wow, wow, Ryan, that sounded fucking lonely. Jesus. Someone excited. Look, I'm excited, <laughs> and as long as I'm happy, that's all that matters, right? That's uh, the important thing. Um. But yeah, uh, the 0121 stable, which is the area code for Birmingham, 
as uh, as I'm now a trivia person and learning, uh, has now also qualified for this Commonwealth Championship. So that's all great. Uh, Ian Skinner. Oh my God. Ian Skinner. Skinner, Skinner, Skinner. Never have I been such a fan of a man and also such a detractor of a man at the same time. Oh. Uh, he, he came out to talk about hashtag justice for Skinner. He feels he's been, he felt he was badly treated in soft pro. He came out wearing a puffy looking, a puffy jacket hoodie. thing. it was very furry and it had, it had real, like, it, it looked very psychedelic. Um, some someone someone claimed it looked like a, it looked like the front of a bus seat. I thought it looked like I thought it looked like one of those magic eye pictures, you know. If you if you stared into the center of it, you bring out you know a, a magic eye image, you know, one of those three D images. And with Ian Skinner, it would probably be a fucking can of diet coke. <laughs> <laughs> his his thing is that he comes out to the ring with a can of diet coke and pisses off one of the commentators by giving the diet coke to the other commentator. As as a gift, uh, it's it's an incredibly weird gimmick to have, but whatever works, right? His his sort of gimmick is is well in in this he's, he's in the soft pro roster. He's the troublemaker. Like time he gets to it. Um, oh, there was there was well actually um during heavy as the head he gave, or it was like he picked out like a like a big a big can of diet coke for one of the commentators and then a tiny. You know, one of those mini like shot cans, as as a as one. It's like, ah, look, it's little can energy. Um, but he came out talking about this justice for uh, for Skinner hashtag, and one of the other one of the other guys, a, a YouTuber and wrestler by the name of Simon Miller, came out and interrupted him. Um, and it's at that point we learnt about what justice for Skinner actually stood for, because we thought it was just, as a crowd thought it was just, oh, it's just Ian Skinner wanting justice. I'm technically he did. What happened was a big running by a another big burly brick shit house by the name of um Big T Justice. Okay. Came out and um smashed Ian Skinner around the back of the head and kicked him out of the ring. Therefore meaning justice for Skinner was actually Justice, the wrestler, for Skinner. The wrestler. Oh. <laughs> And then we had um oh no that's what's not on the what's what's it's not on the card. I knew I missed one. My favourite match my match of the night was oh. um a match called the Rory Coyle audition tapes. Okay. Uh, so Rory Coyle is a horror movie loving wrestler who's who part of the gimmick there is that he loves making nasty dirty violent videos in the terms of pro wrestling so he's your hardcore match man you remember the old okay. days of hardcore matches weapons bins you know steel chairs okay. tables all that shit so he he interrupted a, a, the end of a match in the last show and kicked the crap out of a guy called RPD RP Davis um Using his former tag partner at that point as well, HT Drake was his name, who was in a match against, um, because it's not on the card, I have completely forgot. He was the King Freak Alton Fawn. I know it. I know it. It's all good. You don't have to come after me. Please don't come after me. Uh, uh, so it was a no holds barred. They were, they, were, they were one foot out the door. I, I swear. Hey, look, no. Look, they, really they, just, just saved yourself. They, they, they retweeted and liked this post, so. Uh, this the, the the announcement for this podcast. So there's always a chance that they may be watching, and therefore I don't want to. I don't want to get. I don't want to get thrown out. I don't want to get hit with a steel chair. Uh, <laughs> at least not without the training. That's the title of the podcast. Ryan gets hit. Ryan gets hit with a steel chair. Ryan gets hit with a steel chair. Um. So yeah, Alton Fawn and HT Drake had a match that contained literally. Everything you've heard that you've heard the um uh, the 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 term you know everything but the kitchen sink. Yeah, yeah, not this match. This match included a kitchen sink. It'd be funny if like that was it was just the kitchen sink. Was, like that was it. That was oh no, it wasn't. Weapon. Yeah, it wasn't just the kitchen sink. But they were looking for weapons, and Alton Fawn comes out with a uh, with a bag of nettles. Oh, because. 
Yeah, when you when you have a when you have one of the wrestlers. Co- oh no, Duncan with the steel chair. <laughs> I was gonna say, right, we could do we could do a thumb now. Just hold on, like, hold on, we could hold on. You know, grab my chair and be all like, <laughs> like, 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 like. <laughs> there you go. Perfect. That was a that that'll get point of thumbnail easily. Um. But yeah, uh, so bags of nettles, kendo sticks. There was one point where they, well, I did get a laugh from someone in the crowd at that point because they held kendo sticks, you know, in Jedi pose. So of course, I was I was in the I was in the back, you know, not giving any shits at this point, just going. Because why not? But yeah, said said kitchen sink was used. Drop kick on it, uh, which which was actually funny because Coil uh, went out of the ring or out of the stage. It's just like, oh, I've got it for. Oh no, I've not got it. I've not got it. One minute, runs out, comes back. It's like I found it. I've got the sink. It's like Jesus Christ. It was fun. I, you know, for you know, I like storytelling and I like you know, I like watching nice moves and it's you know, there's almost like a dance that goes on in a wrestling ring uh, sometimes you just want to watch people smash people through chairs and tables and a sure. door the match finished with like a like a slam into like a power bomb into a door and then um, yeah Alton Fawn lost but sufficiently uh, proved his worth to join the faction that seems to be being called Snuff like snuff movies, movies, snuff movies. Yeah, well, that's yeah. that's what it's like. That's I, that's what that's what movies are supposed to do. They're supposed to move you. They, 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 it's, a, it's a move me. Yeah, um, that's but where I, I had my. Move, that move me. That's where I had my depressing moment that I that because of that match I was going to go and buy a Rory Coyle shirt, um, but like I said, my uh, social, what looks to have been my social anxiety. Um, preventing me from actually going up to the table and just like, hi Rory, I'm a new fan uh, I'd like to buy one of your shirts please, do you have it in my size? No, I just went and looked and went, oh you sell shirts? Oh those shirts look good I I, um, I can't go over there uh, I'll, I'll go buy it online No, oh, they're sold out online my size is sold out so I'm now just sitting there checking daily and I'll be fine Next time, next time, yeah. just be like, "All right, I'm buying the shirt and doing it." Yeah, uh, yeah, maybe, I'll, yeah, maybe I'll even do that. Maybe I'll learn and and actually buy, you know, actually, yeah, buy a shirt at the event on the table. You know, that's what they're there for to yeah. be sold. Yeah, actually speak to, to the, actually speak them. to the wrestlers. You know, just go, "Hi, how are you?" Uh, you don't even have to. I mean, you know, if you're like shitting, pissing yourself, just be like, be like. It'd be like, I like I buy a shirt. It'd be like, yeah, it'd be, you, know, you want to, you want you feel brave enough to shout, you give a jab. But it's just like, oops, I got this yeah. merch, man. It'd be like, yeah, hey. I should, yeah, that's that's my fault. It's my fault. It's a big, great, great segue. I mean, I just be like, hey, I'm buying the shirt. It'd be like, hey, you know, maybe they, maybe they'll open up and be like, oh, let's open up a dialogue. It'd be like, hey, I can, yeah, I can step off of that now that you've done done X lead in. Well, yeah, I mean, I can... like I say, it's like sort of going to going to a show was the first step, wasn't it? So you know. In my being social business, like going to a TFT tournament was also part of being social. You know, just come on, Ryan, just do it, just do it, just do it. Ah, boiling point. Catch you next time, June. Do it. Yeah, uh, Gast Shire Gast LaBeouf. <laughs> uh, and then last match was the uh, heavyweight championship number one contenders match: Nathan Cruz versus Sam Gradwell versus. Will Cruz, 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 K R O O S is ooh, isn't it? Not os. Cruz. I have no idea. Yeah. Um. Three big men in a ring. Cruz, Cruz, and Gradwell. Yeah, Cruz, Cruz, and Gradwell, and uh, Gradwell won. Uh, which means he's now the number one contender for the man who was too cowardly to show up. Too busy, too busy winning matches everywhere. Joseph Connors is his name. Yeah, 
too busy winning matches with all his championships and so much gold it's weighing him down that if he ended up going under if he ended up going on a canal boat he'd probably sink how dare he be successful <laughs> I'm just picturing the wrestler saying all these things in the arena trash talking about him just being, just being like <laughs> it's like how dare they be an excellent wrestler with a with an ir, you know indisputable win rate and being yeah. in incredibly physical condition and also actually very physically attractive as well. <laughs> yeah. You know, just, just, I just go, I just like, just have this yeah. bit that just goes on and on and on with it's constantly like sarcastically compliment <laughs> them in every conceivable fashion. I'd actually like that. Actually, you know, that, that I feel that would be something that would actually come from me in Skinner's mouth. How dare he? How dare he be there with all these championships and gold and glory and I'm here with. This big man who could take you out. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, I just lost it. Look, overall, I enjoyed the show, and of course, I'm probably going to enjoy the next one as well. Now, at this rate, it, this rate, it would take it would take something bad for it to not be a good show. Is my <laughs> is my personal review, and I don't think that's going to happen. Currently, at this point, they don't seem capable of missing. So, yeah. No, it's not a one thumbs up. It's a two thumbs up. It's a three thumbs up. Get the big toe in there. Uh, hold on. Can you even get your big toe up there? Nope. And this is why Ryan is not a wrestler. That is, that is why, as much I like, as I... I feel like if you can't get your big toe above your waist, it's like that's kind of like a big limiting factor in the wrestling world. Not that that specific motion comes up a whole lot. It's just a... It's an, it's an indicator of other things going on. I could make that a unique gimmick. <laughs> you, you're, and here your finishing is. move. Your finishing move is just like... You just... Like, nothing else works at all. Like, you can't do flips or rolls or pins or anything. But all you do is you just work out your muscles so that you can kick straight up directly in front of you and be like, boom, right into the chin. Like, oh. it's, a, it's a submission maneuver, isn't it? <laughs> you, grab the, you grab the wrestler, like, you, their back's there on your belly, and then you just lift it up and you just go, smell my toe. Like, oh, God, <laughs> and then they're like... like it tap, smells tap. like sour cream and onion chips. <laughs> just, just get in there and a bit of Doritos tangy cheese before the match. Oh god, the horror! I've, you I've would had... have to be a heel at that point, right? There's no, there's no face finishing. <laughs> yeah, no. There's no one with that face finishing move. That's that's a hundred percent heel. Oh yeah, you actually use your physical heel to <laughs> to, to to drive it home. Yep. Oh man, um, so yeah, that was that's basically been most of most of our week and and stuff like that. Uh, most of the podcast. <laughs> it has. So let's do very quick, um, very quick news. I haven't put the links in because I was wholly unprepared, uh, but I'll place this one in here. First of all, uh, does anyone remember the American McGee's Alice games? Um, I'm aware that they exist. Yeah. Uh, you know, American McGee did these twisted, dark versions of Alice in Wonderland. Um, there was so there was two. There was American McGee's Alice, and then there was American McGee. Uh, what was it? Alice Madness Returns, something like that. Um, you know, and it was it was a it was a fun thing and. Apparently, there was going to be a Kickstarter done by American McGee to make a third game in the franchise called Alice Asylum. But that was shut down by EA because EA owned the IP to American McGee's Alice. Um, and have came to American McGee, according to the Eurogamer article, and said, Right, that's great. Uh, we're not we're not letting you have the IP. I was like, oh, right, okay. Are you, are you going to be making any games in the series? No. We've got no interest in making any games with the Alice IP. But we're not getting rid of it either. 
So, uh, so uh, Alice Asylum at that point can't continue because it required it required the IP. Um, it's always nice, right? When uh, when game devs are like, it's like, or more uh, publishers, they're like, it's like, well, we're not going to use this IP, but also no one else is allowed to use it either. So it's just going to sit and rot forever. I mean, because cause at that point, it leads to, surely it leads to some sort of contradictory thinking at that point, because the only reason you wouldn't use the IP, or you, the only reason you wouldn't get rid of the IP is if you thought that someone else could do better with it. And that that screws up your bottom line. But at that point, if you thought that you were going to get something good out of it, you would make a game with the IP, right? Well, surely you would think. You would think, you know, in normal in normal parlance, and not in the normal world. But then again, this is the game industry, isn't it? Where the word "normal" this isn't even about video games. This is just about copyright in general. Like this is just yeah. how copyright holders do business. They're just like, you know, this is like, we own 1,500 fucking pieces of media IPs. Uh, we're going to focus on the six, like, most profitable thing based on, you know, our billion-dollar extensive studies. Uh, but we're not going to let go of those other things because just in case, you know, just in case something else mm. comes out and also so that no one else can do it. It's... it's, yeah. it's because that's the thing, right? Like that's a, th- this is a, le- a legitimate strategy that a lot of like copyright holders use, too. Where like they buy IPs not necessarily to use them, but it's kind of like what you said, like to like so that other people don't use them. Yeah. So it's essentially a sort of like a very, it's a very, it's a very aggressive defensive tactic in mm-hmm. like marketing, and it's shitty and dumb and lame. Oh yeah, yeah, and and just and just further goes to prove that copyright, copyright is not like entirely bullshit, but large swaths of how it is applied in the modern day is bullshit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> you know, um, like people who make things have the right to own the thing and sell the right to the thing, and it's like that's fine, it's cool, it's, mm. it's a good, it's a good idea. In execution, terrible. Yeah. So un- slightly unrelated on that. I say slightly unrelated. Maybe actually related. Um, oh, what's it what? called? Uh, Monster Energy Drinks. Jesus Christ. Coca-Cola are litigious bastards. Uh, yeah. Hey, uh, Monst- Monster. I did the thing. Monster who tried to go up to Nintendo and the Pokemon company and say, you can't use Monster. You're, you're, you're breaching our copyright because people will get confused between Pokemon you know, a game about catching weird-looking monsters. monsters, and an energy drink. Fucking, <laughs> that's that's such a fucking publicity stunt. I refuse to believe that's like a legitimate fucking like lawsuit. That is such a frivolous piece of shit. Like, obviously, this yeah, is I mean, just fucking stirring the pot because their fucking lawyers are on retainer and they need something to do. Like, come on, like this yeah. is some serious like. Um, what are they? Who are those fucking YouTubers that try to uh, copyright the word "react"? Oh, um, the 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 Fine Brothers. A fine, yeah. This is some Fine Brothers shit of like, like there was there was also there was also like, that guy copyright a word. There was that there was also that guy who tried to copyright the word "edge" as well, wasn't there? The um and went after went after Edge Magazine, you know, a computer gaming magazine. He's like, you're not allowed to use the word edge. Like, you can't copyright a word. Yeah, it's just like, it's like you can copyright a unique arrangement of words. You can copyright a, 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 a stylization of a word, like mm-hmm. like a logo or an artistic designation. You can art, you can copyright a, a color, yeah, like, like a, 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 a unique instance of, mm-hmm. you know, Ideas being combined in a certain way, but you can't you can't just copyright yeah. one word. That's not yeah. how copyright so, works. That'd be, so that'd be in the way that Michael Buffer or Michael Buffer, the the ring the boxing ring announcer, how he can trademark "Let's get ready to rumble" as yeah. a phrase, but yeah. he couldn't get away with he couldn't get away with trademarking or copywriting "rumble." Yeah. 
So, you know. And but then again, he's he's also not that stupid. So, you know. It's just it's just how that, that works. Uh, yeah, but monster, get fucked. <laughs> um Oh, here's, here's, here's one for fun. So okay, this stick, time... Stick, stick to just making drinks, dude. Yeah. So, yeah. It's just like... Like, you're already causing enough cancer as it is. You don't have to fucking... <laughs> yeah. Bring it out into the, the legal cancer world. True. So, uh, yeah, let's let's move on then. Uh, though, so this time last week, the not-yet-titled Monday stream returned, where I played a little-known April Fool's joke called The Murder of Sonic the Hedgehog. That yeah. was actually a well-designed and very serviceable visual novel with gameplay elements. Yeah, I, I wasn't really around for much of that, so I don't really. No, you know you what you that... you saw Chow everywhere and got got Vietnam flashbacks <laughs> and left. <laughs> no, please, not again. That was that was during Espio trying to be a poet. By the end of it, ended up being an alright poet. Um but you missed I don't I don't, I don't I think you might have missed the poster that replaced the hanging that cat with a chow. Mm. Um but anyway, no, it's a very good game. It's free. You should try it just as a as a laugh. Um uh, I used our now our immaterial gamer's mascot name. I've just decided you know he's now known as same person due to that one due to that one funny instance that we had in the Jackbox party pack of having some person replaced by same person. Same person. <laughs> oh, that was oh, that was such a amazing moment. Oh, it was. Uh, it's it's clipped on the Twitch. Uh, so um, if I figured out how to make a short, I could make a short as well. But I really don't want to be. I don't really don't want to be going into the YouTube algorithm machine. Is making a short just like you just post a video that's less than a minute long? Yeah, it has to be less than a minute long, but then also has to be rescaled to fit a mobile device because that's supposed to be the point of it. Seems um, like TikToks and like shit like that. But um, the the main story Gross. is that <laughs> is that um, the murder of Sonic the Hedgehog is now, according to you know, take it with a pinch of salt. According to Metacritic, is now the most is the highest reviewed Sonic game. In the franchise now. <laughs> I mean, that's not got a whole lot of stiff competition to really uh, compete against, but uh, you know. Well, I mean, like I say, that being said, I, I, like I say, I played played through the whole thing. It's like I say, it's not, it doesn't even take that much time if you if you like. When we put in breaks, it was basically it was basically two hours. It was a two hour visual novel, and, and you know, it was it was pretty cool. Um, but yeah, no. So it now sits on Metacritic at an eighty-seven. Uh, on Steam, it is currently, I believe, it may still be graded uh, overwhelmingly positive. Um, you know, and it's it's great. I mean, to be fair, the trailer, the trailer helps. The trailer helped the marketing campaign. So the opening trailer just goes, "We've heard your feedback." Uh, yes, all of it. We have now uh, we now have a bold new direction for the future of Sonic the Hedgehog. Visual novel. We're Murder excited mystery. to announce he's dead. And that's how, <laughs> that's how the he's dead. <laughs> yeah, that's even better. So that's how it works because the, the the story is basically the run of like Amy's. It's Amy's birthday, and and because of that, she's hired out a, a train that does murder mysteries. And so they're supposed to be part of a murder mystery and your character, the playable character, who in the in-game files is called Barry. No, he's not. He's called Same Person. Get it right. <laughs> um, you know, he comes out and, and finds Sonic barely breathing, like nearly dead, and he thinks it's part of the act. So he just goes and plays along with the murder mystery and then shenanigans are afoot in the final third of the game, which I'm not going to spoil. Um... But yeah, it no, it was it was fun. So I like so, the idea of like I like the idea of like the 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 Sonic the Hedgehog franchise going in the direction of like from now on Sonic is dead. He is he's a kind of from now on the franchise is just the Hedgehog, or even just the. 
No reference to Sonic or, the, or Hedgehog, just the. The. Oh, yeah, so perfect. I, <laughs> Sonic, happy... team, Sonic Team will be renamed, renamed to just Team. Just Team. Yeah, so the so that would mean the official the official um Twitter account then would also just be the the just <laughs> just, at, just at the look well if 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 the sixty ninth Musketeer can sit there and think that it's really really funny to paint over the W on the Twitter offices so they're now just called Titter um you know surely someone can someone uh. At the at the Sega social media team, just call call the company now, or just call their Twitter account the. So um, here you go, buddy. Oops. Oh, hold on. Have you posted? Oh, oh God, yes, the classic SpongeBob um, procrastination episode. <laughs> just the break time. <laughs> Did, yeah, did did even was it like this thing though that he looked like it like it did like a montage of him looking like he was just spending ages because it just started with the and then he just by the end of it just made it a fancy the <laughs> oh man yep. uh so that I think to be honest that is the news oh yeah Super Mario Brothers is now the highest uh, highest grossing video game movie it beats Sonic the Hedgehog two good for them I guess. <laughs> I don't know. I'll, I'll probably look at going to watch it. It does look fun. I might for an elimination film. I might see it eventually. It's just like, like it's one of those things where it's just like I am so painfully underwhelmed by like everything that is involved, like behind the scenes between elimination itself. All the producers and writers are like just nobodies, and it's just sort of like eh, I don't know. Maybe it's like okay-ish. <laughs> You know, yeah. So like, it's like, like it's not even like. Apparently, it's like not even like the best Illumination movie. It's just like, which is considering their average. It's just uh, it's like, uh, it's like okay, mm. uh, it's, it's it's like whatever. Well, that's the thing. That's like, from what I've saw, like there's been this sort of, you know, maybe it's just who I follow. So who I follow seems to have said that it's it's. At its worst, it's not bad. Yeah, I'm I'm holding out for some second opinions myself, mm. but uh, you know, it, it's one of those things where it's just like, you know, I'm not thrilled about just like rushing to the theaters to mm. to go watch a totally like underwhelming movie just because it has some shit in it that I that I know and recognize. It's like, yeah. look, Mario, look, Jack Black. Oh no. Oh, stream, huh? Wait. What? Oh, hold oh, on. The stream got live. Are we still live? Stream uh, went I bad. So. I think I think we're okay. I think you just kind of had a bit of an internet hiccup there. Yeah, I think we might have had a bit of streamer yeah. disconnection. Stream, Let's just have stream, a stream paused for like five seconds and you disappeared. But I think we're okay. Still. Yeah. Well, I guess that's that's that, that's the sound that we need to finish this stream. <laughs> but yeah, no, I'm. It's like uh, it's like I'm. I'm I'm gonna be going to see the D and D movie tomorrow. That so like, I, I do want to see. All right, I've yeah. heard that's all right. I've the, the marketing to that movie was a, just a fucking disaster dumpster fire, from what I could tell. But I only saw trailers in terms of the marketing, which was sort of yeah, it was just a heist film, but set in D and D. But it's just, it, but it's just like a lot of like 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 all the like the publicity like interviews and mm. shit were all like really uh, like off base and advertising like weird shit <laughs> that wasn't even in the movie uh and, and people were kind of like eh, that doesn't sound particularly appealing but then it came out and people were like oh it's actually not bad. it's actually pretty all right i believe they call that the marvel effect <laughs> advertising stuff that's not in the film uh <laughs> or like focusing on the wrong aspects of the movie or like trying to coming at it with like at the wrong angle mm. sort of yeah. thing uh but yeah, I'm gonna, I'll go see that. Um, yeah, and, and like I say, hold out for a week or two to see if you know, see, see, see what all the final words are on the Mario movie. Maybe I'll get around to it eventually. Maybe, you know, maybe it's to... okay. Who knows? Yeah, maybe I'm gonna plan to see. Yeah, 
I say the the D and D film definitely. I think me and Martin want to actually see that, so yeah, we're gonna go for that. Right. The thing I'm like dreading the most about watching the sorry, I'm last point. And I'm sorry, go on. Truly good. The thing I'm dreading the most about the Mario movie, I think, is probably just uh, like like I know that Charles Martinet is supposedly in the movie as like a cameo. I'm yeah. just worried that it's gonna be like a super like embarrassing like like they use like a pre-existing voice clip and like a passing oh. by thing in the background and be like and it's like wow that's 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 the cameo huh thanks for bringing them out yeah oh no i know what you mean on that but well, well we'll see what it you know we'll see how it all goes right uh before the internet dies again um <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna get off here uh so if you liked what you learned give us a share subscribe like follow all the social medias it's all on the twitch page um, if you like wrestling, I mean, God, just yeah. This, this is this is like a this is like a like a like a twenty to twenty five percent part time wrestling podcast slash social media account at this point. I mean, yeah, you're you're all we're all about it. Ryan is all about it here. Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, and then occasionally we also play video games and stream. Um, so we'll quickly go through the schedule in this. Uh, tomorrow, Tuesday. Uh, the not yet titled launch day stream. Well, how about that? As I as I as I go play through another visual novel this time, uh, Biffle Games is Tron Identity. There's Tron, a, you said? Yes, Tron. This is an f- official licensed expansion of the Tron universe. Wow! Made by the guy who made Thomas Just was alone and volume. It's actually part of the Biffleverse. <laughs> um, and then Wednesday... Um, yeah, and, you're, and you're welcome to it, because I'll be away all day tomorrow, so I'm not going to be around to stream, so all yours. Wednesday, we don't know. Uh, Thursday, Team Fight Thursdays uh, should be back, because it looks like the LOL client might be fixed for everyone now. Wednesday's probably going to end up being... Me and Andrew will probably be in there with Pixelmon, most likely. I don't know what time, if it'll be a daytime or an evening appointment, but we'll probably get in there at some point if no one else takes over. Yeah, check the socials. Yep. That'll be the way to do it. Um, Friday will be play session. Again, whoever's around or whatever's going on. It turns out if there's a whole bunch of us, we may end up running back muck because, my God, that that got a load of people. And that, that was, was I might even be able, I might even be able to get Andrea into it if she's around. She's yeah. she's she's fine with those kinds of games. I mean she Yeah. So, so it was absolutely chaotic probably, and probably have a blast. Yeah. Like I say, we were at that point that we may just get ourselves in lobbies and then just open it up for whoever comes in and just let chaos go. And then uh weekends, uh Tales of Symphonia is being played for the not yet title um, not no for role playing not in the games. Get the names of the of the Sony shows right, Ryan. So, uh, yeah, uh, like I say, keep an eye on us. Everything will be, all the audio will be on, uh, now podcast will be in audio form wherever your podcasts are served. There we go, I've got it. Uh, So, uh, from myself and Duncan, have a good night, and we'll catch you soon. Bye-bye. Outro, go! Go!